Sorry? Um, now, the Kazari is explaining the, diff- explaining the first point yesterday. The difference between a system which we, under- which we can uh, answer everything by saying HaKadosh Baruch created. And that uh, means you don't have to explain how things happened on their own because they didn't. Because had we been forced into trying to invent a system where things happened on, as we explained, we wouldn't be able to do that. Not in the sequence of how things happen in the physical world, and not the, the concept of something non-physical, which obviously we don't find anything similar to the physical world. Now the next part the Kazari addresses, and that is again explaining why the system of terror is more accurate, but also easier to work with than the system of the philosophers, and that is something which really we've spoken about many times from the Torah perspective, but let's just see what the other option was, and therefore all the questions that the Kazari is going to, to raise. And that is when you're talking about a person, and you're talking about who is the person. The person identifies as himself. He has, a, he has a sense of self, he has an identity. What is that identity? What is that identity? So again, that's uh, what we know. We know what the Torah says. The identity of the person is what we call the Ruch of the person. Which means there's something spiritual, it's something which uh, is housed in his body for the duration of his lifetime and after God of the Shemaid. And that's why the person's sense of identity remains with him whether he's here or he's there. And uh, it's not something which can get lost. It's something which is by definition, uh, a spiritual entity which remains always, whether it's in the co- during the course of his lifetime or thereafter. But it's not, the person doesn't change who he thinks he is. It's just the, the place where he thinks he is, where he is. That's what we're talking about. And where the Ruch is depends on the Tariq or the Russia. The Ruch of the Tariq goes to Canadian, the Ruch of Russia goes to Gehinnom. The Ruch of someone who doesn't deserve anything stays in number, whatever it's going to be. How is the Ruch connected to the Nisham? By a Tzadik. The Nisham is the way to connect to Hashem, and by the Tzadik, so he's developed the connection between his Ruch and his Nisham, which means his sense of identity becomes something connected to Hashem. Okay. Whereas the person is not a Tzadik, so that's not his identity. He didn't live his life for that, he didn't see himself as something which is uh, connected to Hashem, and to matter, his ruach is detached to some, to some extent from his neshama. Now, that means that... Does mean that his ruach doesn't grow up at all? Uh, or no. goes to Gehenna? It depends. He can, he'll always be his ruach. That's who he is. But what happens to the ruach will depend on what the person deserves. I don't understand. If his ruach is not attached to his neshama, it goes by itself to Gehenna? There could be Ruchas which go to Gehenim, there could be Ruchas which go nowhere. We said there's the concept of... The Shammah won't go to Gehenim. The Shammah is always Ruchni, the Shammah is not Fatameh, the Shammah is something which is connected to Hashem, and the person who strives to connect to Hashem can connect to his Shammah. That's a means of connection to Hashem. But, and then the Ruch attaches to the Shammah. The person can never Matameh his Shammah, the person can never do something wrong with his Shammah. All he can do is detach himself from his Shammah. I mean, I'm not from Zilash Kina, means the Ruach, or that you lost your Nishama for good, or like you connect you with the Ruach. You never lose your Nishama. No, but we're, we're saying the Ruach, and then that's the one that's going to connect Which means it'll connect to the Nishama then. If a person's a Tzadik, he'll connect to his Nishama, which is the, basically the way a person connects to Hashem. And if a person's not a Tzadik and he doesn't and he utilize his lifetime to build a connection, then his Ruach remains detached from that.
The question is how strong the connection is. The question is 100%. When a person does in his lifetime, it, 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 it creates, so to speak, uh, either the connection to the shaman or by the rush, the connection to his goof. And then that's what the person identifies with. And then he doesn't change. A person doesn't change in that sense. When a person considers himself to be in his lifetime, which means the way he, he defines his rush, he will remain. So the person who saw himself here in this world is Anna Abdullah I'm a servant of Hashem. I'm someone who's connected to Hashem. I'm doing. I'm trying to be nice as Nachas the Yitzra, whatever you want to say, and uh, working getting closer to Him. Then that's the identity a person has will remain with Him then too. And remain a person like that will deserve to get closer to Hashem. And the person's identity was that he thinks himself as a guy I want to see here to uh, enjoy their body as much as they can and nothing else. So then that's how he identifies what he is. And his rock remains with that identity, and then there's nothing for it to do in Galadin because there's nothing to connect to that. No, it doesn't have to be. There's another thing called Karis. When a person gets cut off from his Nishama, a person can be connected to his Nishama too. But in order to be able to enjoy the whatever he's going, he has to first purify whatever he's a drop. Now, who stands in front of the bed, uh, the, 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 the When he dies, or when he dies? When he dies, he's right. Yes, fortunately, good work. I thought his work was behind the body, and his mouth is the rock, and the nephesh back into the body, and judges all three together. It's a common fresh system. Yeah, I'm saying, what does it mean, all three? The nephesh? The rock, the nephesh, and the body. So the neshama can't be judged. The neshama didn't do wrong. The person can choose to connect his neshama or not connect his neshama. But that's not, the neshama wasn't a part of anything a person did wrong. It can be judged for. So the nefesh stays down here by the kever? Yes. Except for shabbasas and things like that, when the nefesh is what's called the nadias and the fashas. But besides that, the nefesh runs with the body, the ruach goes to wherever the person deserves to go to, and the neshama... If a person is like this, he connects that neshama. So Tzadikim Chaim Yishev Nesasa means that the nefesh is a lot stronger now post-death? The ruach is. But the ruach is not here anymore. Whatever it is, it's stronger than it was in his lifetime. So when you're going to the cavern, you're feeling... Because the nefesh can still heal. The nefesh is by the cavern, but it's dying by the cavern. I'm not say dying by the cavern, but by asking the, the nefesh of the time by the cavern to daven, so then bad sense can connect to it to the Rakh and start the Rakh it up. Now, that's all Hashkafa Satara, and it answers all the questions. Because then again, we've explained what a person is, what, what, what part of the person remains them always, why that's the same part of the person which can be in this world or out of this world doesn't disappear, and the person who, even after his dying, is, is bad sense the same person. He doesn't change dramatically. Because out of his body, because the, the way his, his, his ruach is and the way he's developed it is remains it. So that, that's a answer which, again, we understand very well. But if one doesn't know about that, and if a philosopher didn't accept this idea called a spiritual science of a person, so then how do they define what the person is? If, if you're not going to t- take into account the terms of understanding it, and that is that there's an assumption of scientific, that there's something spiritual that Hashem puts into a person, which is really them, and it's not, it's not connected to, and not bound by their body, 
if you went to see with, if you, if the philosophers who didn't accept or believe in them, so then what is the person? Personality. What is that? Where is that? So the answer you have to say. Fantastic. You can ask arts and anything else, but where is it coming from? What part of the person is that? What's the me? If it's not a spiritual thing, it's, it's a function of the body. So what is it? That's an identity, but when which part of the body feels identity? We've been taking up the spiritual component of Nefesh or So which part of the person feels that, that identity? This human being is called. Where? Well, Where? Be because we don't. The, the, the philosophy, obviously, yes, doesn't accept something that can't see. And if we don't see personality, we see the body. So you're going to say it's in his lungs, you're going to say it's in his heart, you're going to say it's in his nose, you're going to say it's in his brain. But we, we know the person, we see the person. If we don't see, we don't know. Emotion has to be spiritual? It has to be something we can point to. If you don't accept spirituality, or let's say if you don't accept things that you can't identify, you know where is it coming from? It has to be his brain, 100%. And that's why the philosophers have to say that a person is mind. And not only that, but they built a religion of philosophy around that. And that is the person's mind, and the more refined the person's mind is, or the more developed it is, or the more deep the person can think, they defined the person by his mind. And they understood that thoughts come from the mind, and in a certain sense of identity comes from the mind as well. That's how, much, that's how philosophy explains things. Agar, once again, things haven't changed very much. Things haven't changed very much. Um, the, even the more modern philosophers, much more recently than the Kazari, still claim that what a person is what they think, which means they see the, the function of their mind as being um, the, what they identify themselves with. Because if you're not going to accept something spiritual, that's all that there is. I the think, therefore, exactly. That's what I was referring to. And there's nothing else to go by. Because you don't, if you're not going to accept that there's something spiritual which we can't see and we can't uh, explore under the microscope, so then all there is is a person's mind which they have to admit they don't understand because they can't see themselves how in a person's mind where is the function of which develops that identity in a person's mind well, they said they can't haven't understood exactly how the mind works and how thoughts develop but that's the point that the Kazari is coming to attack Today, what he said is even though the mind is a physical thing so the first, the question, let's just go back to two questions because I already asked yesterday and that is, and why, how come, when it comes to a person's mind, people are different. When it comes to anything physical in the body, everyone's the same. They're the same heart, the same lungs, the same kidneys, the same uh, systems which work in the body, and it should be the same mind as well. And uh, yet we see a system which creates difference. And we explained yesterday that without, without the Rukhni aspect of that, Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, creates people differently. And we're going to say a person is just the, the result of the same chemicals and the same uh, proteins, and how do you have differences between people? How do you have differences in the way people think? Why aren't they all the same? Everyone's heart beats the same. Everyone's lungs work the same. But how everyone's brain doesn't work the same. And once again, we don't think of it as a question because that's the answer's question. But then that is, there's the same fairness. Hashem created people differently. But if you're not putting that as part of the equation, so then it's like a good question. Why can't people's brains be different? Why brains more than the other part of the body? It's all a result of the chemical process. It's all the results of division of cells, and everything else works exactly the same. We don't see people have all kinds of different heartbeats, different tunes, because they're created differently. It's all exactly the same. So much that, like we said yesterday, you can transpose the heart from one person to the next person, and it'll work just as well. And when it comes to the brain, then everyone thinks differently, understands differently, remembers differently. What changed? It should be part of the same 
production and system which works for everybody. People's height is genetic, which means it depends on the family and the parents. And the parents means that they can explain. Yeah, I can explain genetics. I can explain eye color and hair color and skin color and height and weight and all these other things as well. But brains aren't genetic. It's not that a person thinks a certain way because that's the way his father thought, that's what his grandfather thought. Uh, that's something which is much more individualized. Okay, so that's the first question he asked. Now the next question he asks, and that is, Oid, Eich, on top of page of Dharma Base, Eich Yimta Philosoph Atzma Kashayishan. When he goes to sleep, so who is he? Because now his mind's not working. So that he loses identity because he's asleep. Or Kashayishaka, if he gets drunk. Which is which is some kind of uh, something which affects his ability to think, it makes his thoughts all clouded and foggy. So now what happens to him? He lost his identity because he can't think right now. Same thing, the person suffers brain injury, the person gets old and forgets things. What happened to him? Well, who is he now? If a person loses his ability to think or loses his mind, so that means he lost himself. And then same thing. What happens? The person gets a certain level of understanding philosophy, and then what happens? Some kind of illness affects his mind, and he forgot everything he knew. The same person has become somebody else. In other words, if you're judging a person by his mind, then if a person loses his mind, does that mean he's now a different person? Let's say he gets better. He starts learning again. Now he never got there. So in his younger years he knew much more. In his younger years he was much more intelligent. And he gets older, he knows less. And we're going to say, You're going to say that it's two different people. There was one person that he was when he knew a certain amount, and a different person when he knows less. And we're just, Are we going to say, oh, going to say the one person which changed from what he was to what he is now, you say that makes him a different person. In other words, he's asking if a person is defined by his mind, it's not something which stays the same. And that's the case. So if, as, as a person's knowledge can change, improve, or regress, so are we going to redefine him now? Similarly, Let's say that besides for the fact that a person has his mind in a certain place, but the mind also has a certain tendency to for... Uh, so now what are we going to say about it? Is he going to add or gain it? Because on the one hand he's doing bad things, on the other hand his mind might be on a very advanced level. And then how we have, so how are we going to explain the person? Are we going to judge him by his actions or judge him by his thoughts? And, and this is famous what they said about Aristotle himself. That as much as Aristotle wrote, uh, books about ethics and morality and everything else, he didn't live after that. So, what, what, what is he? He's what he thinks, what he does. How are we going to, how are we going to define it? The Isaac, Vul, Mehamadash, Atashu, Bayanefesh, Adam, Yvdaris, Yagur, Filti, Yvadis. What's the level we're going to say that the nefesh of a person is separate from the body and can't get destroyed? It will be called Madhanim Tais. In other words, it's also not something which they can explain. If, if, if a person is just his mind, then there's nothing which outlasts a person's life. His brain stops working when he dies too. And that's the case. How can I explain the idea of something which is separate from the body when they don't, when they don't accept as a concept of something different than the mind which they can ascribe that to? 
And besides for that, he says, the fact if you're going to judge a person by his mind, it's limited as well. Why? Because Harbei Mashinishim and Abusaf Doyadaihu, Mimashi Bishimai Waritsaviya, is much more that the philosopher doesn't know about the world and what he does know. Vimaya Maspik Aktasi mentioned a little bit, so that's that's not the full knowledge of the world, it's very limited what he knows. And he may call Nefesh Daberis Livdaris. That's uh, every nefesh of a, of a person is that is separated is different. The fish are muscular, the is Because the first principles, as I said before, just what you said previously, that's the same by everybody, even by animals. There are certain axioms which instincts, so you said, they're created with which they know what's dangerous for them, what's good for them, whatever it is, what to run away from. So there's certain there's certain starting point in people's minds also, which everybody knows, because the Muscovite Shoshone is the first instinct for the principles. And uh, besides with that, besides with that, so then we're going to say that what, what defines the person, because that's something which isn't given to everybody. The amount that a person knows anyway is limited how much he can know. So that's the case. You're saying it's a very defined, it's very uh, mukbal, it's very defined, limited. What we see the person, what, what we see the person as being. If we're going to define just by the amount you can know, so we'll say compared to the amount of knowledge that there is, so the person is very limited, and that he does a very small amount of that. Okay, that's the that's the, the first no, the, the first that's, that's the, the the first number of questions that. The Chacham asks, if you're going to define people by the fact that they can think, or by what they're thinking, so then you're going to have a problem. When a person can't think, doesn't think, or if it doesn't line up with what a person is doing, how do we define it? And like we said before, if you're going to go with the Torah system, there's no questions, because according to the Torah, it's very straightforward. The person isn't his mind. The person is his Zerach. The person is his Neshama. And that's the spiritual part of the person. And that's something which is separate to the body system, and doesn't depend on it. And therefore, we see the same idea. And, and now we see it in, like, maybe with more, more, more understanding. The, the mission which Chazal brings at the end of the last mission in Kachin, in Kedem. And it says that Chachmi Yisrael calls man Shemizdaknim as they get older, so their dance becomes more refined. With Chachmi Yisraelim calls man Shemizdaknim, that's Mitarefisalim. Now, it simply means that Bahakhm Israel they get older so they get wiser. Bahakhm Israelim they get older so they lose their minds more. And uh, many have asked the question, the heart is a physical thing. Some people as their age contain their wisdom, some people as their age never start to forget things and start to lose their powers of reason. What's it gonna do with Chachm Israel, Chachm Israelim? And it's like a good question. If you're going to say that there's some kind of Khaikhatari that protects a person, Unfortunately, you have to ask questions about there were Russian Gedalim, Gedalim Yisrael also, and they got older, started to forget things, and started to deteriorate. So, how do we, how do we explain what the Mishnah, this, you said of the Mishnah? But, that's a question, but based on the Yisraelim, the Gedalim just said, you see a certain level in the Mishnah, and that is, that by, by Chachmi Yisrael, the Yisraelim is that a person isn't defined by how much he knows, or by his mind. That's not the, that's a, a tool that was given, but his Nisham stays the same. And therefore, like the Gemara says about Rabbi Yosef, the great Amara who forgot all his learning, 
but we have to be chavit in the same way as before. Now, if a person is just defined by his mind, by what he knows, what he thinks, or, 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 so then a person loses their mind, they've lost everything. It's clear that, 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 like I said before, it's like starting again, it's like a different person. Whereas if a person, the, the, the real value of the person, the real level of the person, is the level of his nefesh, the shama, whatever you want to call it, the, the spiritual part of the person, so that's the case, it's true that if a person uses his mind to learn or to grow, but the influence, the effect that it has on the nefesh doesn't change if a person later forgets everything. Whatever, whatever growth there was through what the person knew or learned or understood, some causes the growth of their, of their ruach, and that remains there. And therefore, even if a person later forgets his learning, they're still the same level. It didn't have a time in Chacham, should have lost his learning the same as the time in Chacham, he still remembers everything because of the effect that they had in it. And as the Gemara puts it, Shiver Lechus Menachem Baran. That the Lechus, if they had just been the repository of wisdom which was written on them, then when the letters flow away, then there's nothing to throw them away, there's nothing left. But if they understand that the mind of the Lechus was the Ruchnius they had, so that can withstand the fact that they lost their letters. And that's the same you said. That if, if we understand the person is his Ruach, and the Ruach is the, 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 where a person develops himself as the result of his of everything he's done, so then what later on happens to what he's done isn't really significant. Isn't really significant because the master, the effect on his ruach is the same. And that's why we say that even for Chatham Chacham forgets all his Torah learning, he starts to Mechavid and Mechavid because the level of the person is the level of his ruach. And the person achieves that level by virtue of the Torah that he learned, not because of his mind. You can lose his mind, they'll still have that level. Um, whereas if a person understands, like the philosophers understood, like the Chachmah Agayim understood, that the whole value of a person is his mind, and if a person loses his mind, so then there's nothing left. And he loses his value as a person. Uh, now, let's go back to Mishnah. Like I said, it's like Ash, if you want to say it simply, it means that Tamil Chachmah, their minds get better, and, and Goyim, or non-Tamil Chachmah, their minds deteriorate. So it's a Kashi Nimitzis, unless you say in some kind of reward of Tzadikim, where the Shparach protects their minds. Could be with this then why that would be. But then you just you said yourself. And that is that it's a dickin that even they get older, the master that does remains with them. Because it, the, the, whatever whatever they have gained becomes part of their ruach and that remains with them. It can't get taken away. Whereas the Khachma Musailam, well what all that they have is their is their mind. They don't understand this concept of in the of a ruach. And that's the case, as they get older so the more they forget, the more they lose their identity, the more they lose what they are. And let's give an example. So my example, that's an example, it's a very good example. He writes, more a few places he writes this, and then if you go to an old age time, you see two people in the, what they call the Mechlekos Suudit, the people who need to be helped and to be dressed and to whatever it is. And they're both more or less, like now, at this stage, they're not living the same lifestyle and being cared for the same way, and sitting together in the in the old age rooms lounge between meals. And uh, the fact of what they had done in their younger years, it doesn't it doesn't manifest in any way. Right now, that's irrelevant. In fact, one of them, as the, 30 years ago, was in one profession, another was in a different profession. What's the difference now? It doesn't affect them now because in the stage they are now, that's, it doesn't even impact. Whereas, and the reason for that is the same you say, and that is if a person's um, identity is his ability or his, what he can think about, what he knows, whatever it is, so right now at that stage when 
whatever the ability he had before is no longer there or is no longer as as well well developed as before. So Bertram doesn't he's pretty much lost his identity. The old person has to be fed and dressed and looked after every day. The fact that 20, 30 years ago he was a lawyer or he was a bricklayer makes any difference. Uh, right now it doesn't affect his life at all. And that's the case. And then Kilo, like he says, it's like Kilo person's lost the identity of themselves. Whereas if the, the person's identity is his Ruach, which means we go with the understanding of Tai Yisrael, and that is that a person develops his spiritual side. And that doesn't make a difference what he's able to do now. Because with, with that, air, that level, the person which is developed remains like that. So it could be right now the person isn't able to do much, but they have with them the, the level that they achieved before. It's not so much as based on their present ability. It's so much as based on, the, on what they had achieved that remains with them. I've quoted it lots of times. The famous Kumara, Arabileza God, at the end of his life, that he got sick and he was suffering, he was in pain, he, was, he couldn't learn. And he was depressed, he couldn't learn, he couldn't do anything. And the Chachm Yisrael came to visit him and they told him that you're more valuable to Kali Yisrael than the sun. Which means because even if now you aren't able to do anything, you're not able to teach or learn the same way, but the matter you've brought, you, you developed yourself, that that's the level you are. Regardless, it doesn't change. Uh, and that's, uh, that's only if we understand that there's that spiritual part to a person which is, which is impervious to time and change, it remains the same. And therefore, even if a person is unable to the same as before, isn't able to remember as much as before, or isn't as active as before, or eventually is going to die and can do nothing, that doesn't affect the spiritual identity that they've developed, that remains with them. Because much of them is darkness, they get better. As much as they can do, it's just adding to what they were before. Whereas by the Chafa all they have is their mind, or their ability to do things. And if you take it away from them, they have nothing. They have nothing, and therefore the older they get, the more they lose themselves. The person, when he was younger, he was an athlete. And now he's past that. When he was younger, he was capable. Now he isn't. So there's nothing left. And that's the case. The older a person gets, the more they become, uh, they, so to speak, lose that identity of themselves. Until, of course, for a person who doesn't understand what that, that is finality. Because then there's nothing left, like I said before. Right? Because if we, we don't understand the concept of the Nishana, of the spiritual part of a person which really identifies them, then we've limited the person to uh, to, to the amount that he's able to do, and when the, less he, the less he can do, the less he is, and when, when he can do nothing, then he really doesn't exist. So that's, that's the second part of the Kuzari's explanation to the king. He said that he understands the system, the, the philosophy, the, the mindset of the philosophers better, but the Chacham tells him is, it's, firstly, it's, it's very hard to explain it, what happens to a person who loses his mind, but either way around, it's a very depressing way of looking at the world. It means that by definition, a person is going to lose themselves at some stage, or regress from what they were, and then remember, they become less of a person until they die and then you know, they, they disappear. Whereas the person who works with the Torah, you never go backwards. Whatever you manage to do, you're just adding to the, what you had before. If, you can, if you're a person that can do more, it's adding a lot more. Especially if you're doing a little bit more. But it's adding to a constant which is always there, which is the ruach of the person, and that's something which not only gets better, but can change, it remains with them forever as well.